the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, hello, it's Crystal for another episode of Life Inspired. So excited to have a very special nonprofit organization with us today, Set Free Northwest. And joining me today are pastors Mike Tallman, the executive director, as well as Pastor Mark Fredenberg. He's the men ministry director of Set Free Northwest. First of all, I want to welcome both of you. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you. Glad to be you here. are Thank so you. welcome. Tell me how you both got into this particular aspect of the ministry and briefly share with us what Set Free Northwest is. Well, I'm Pastor Mike Tallman, and uh, I was dropped off at Set Free uh, 20-some years ago. Uh, I had gone through a divorce and was running buck wild, and uh, my life was upside down. I was homicidal, suicidal, couldn't figure Mm -hmm. things out. And the Lord sent a guy in my path that befriended me. And uh, said that if I ever wanted to get things right, he'd take me to this place called Set Free. When life got so out of control that I couldn't handle things, I I reached out to him and he he brought me to Set Free. And what do they do at Set Free, Pastor Mark? Well, we're a faith-based recovery program in one sense, but really what we're more like is a discipleship. And sometimes we say knuckleheads like us who are in life's crisis get an opportunity to come into a relationship with Jesus Christ and let him heal us from the inside out. Amen. You never know when life is going to throw you a hardball and when something's going to happen that turns your life upside down. You never know that maybe what you thought you might never do actually is set right in front of you. How did that change your life? And now, however many years later, not only are you helping bring other people to Christ and getting them out of that dark spot in their life that they were in, but is Debbie Tolman your wife? Yes, she is. Get excited. So God brought you yes. a wife too. Yes. And she's in the ministry. She is our administration director, and she is kind of the heartbeat of Set Free Ministries. Wow. She makes sure all us knuckleheads don't get out of line. <laughs> my, my husband uses that word. He doesn't call me a knucklehead, though. Let's be clear. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's got to be so many amazing, inspiring stories that have come out of what you have done over the years. Does anything besides your own story stand out? Well, we were telling a story earlier of this fella that came to us. He was uh, an outlaw biker, mm-hmm. and uh, he'd spent a lot of his life in prison. And at one point, he had a heart attack, and it was uh, he had an spiritual experience, I guess, or an eye uh, opener. And he decided that he wanted to get do something good in life. And so mm-hmm. he was going to go on a quest to find God. And, and if he couldn't find God, then he would just execute the bad guys and him and his wife hopped in a bus down in texas and ended up uh their bus broke down in front of our church and uh they ran out of resources and uh he uh attended one of our church services uh, after being there for a while and got saved and now is 
one of the main men in our, our ministry. That is incredible. Yeah, he met Jesus and he lives for Jesus now. And is that something that just happens on a regular basis with you all? Yes, because we deal with most of the guys and, and gals that we deal with, uh, nobody ever taught them in the way that they yeah. should go. Mm. And so when we get them, um, they think that they know, uh, but they don't. It says in Second Timothy two twenty four through 26 that we're to be kind and patient with those who are in opposition to themselves, that perhaps God would grant them repentance and then they would receive the knowledge of truth and be free from the devil and so but people don't really see that but that's our job to to lead them in a way that they can find freedom living here in the pacific northwest there's such a a dire need for god's grace and mercy in the lives of the homeless that we see on a regular basis how do people come to your organization if they need help man anybody can come in the door for the most part they would have to go through a little qualifying process we just have to ask them a few basic questions to make sure that they are a good fit and uh there's no we do have a program fee but that's not going to not having money is not going to prevent a guy from coming in the door so what we work off is is kind of paying it forward so that uh, the next guy coming in the door has an opportunity to get free as well. Amen. Pastor Mark, tell mm. me how you decided to get involved in this ministry. Well, I had come to the end of my life. I was hopeless. Uh, I felt like uh, the world lied to me, my family lied to me, my church lied to me, and this is what I got to show for it. Oh, wait, nothing. Wow. And uh, I, I, first 20 years of my life, I grew up in a Christian home. But I literally told God, I'm, I, I, I can't do this. I'm going to go over here and live my life. I won't be bad, I promise. And 30 years later, I woke up and I couldn't stand the foul person I'd become. And I was knocking on death's door and I knew it. And uh, so I came in and I told God, all right, God, this time you tell me what truth is. How do I do this thing called life? That was the beginning for me. And basically, if, after being there for a minute, I finally realized they didn't lie to me. What I did is I picked up the lies. One of the biggest revelations, I think, for me was realizing that it was okay to get in trouble. <clears throat> and then my life began to change. Through the years, different mentors would say, the choices that you make today will determine where you are tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And where you stand today was based on choices you made yesterday. So every moment we have the opportunity to make a choice that's going to affect the outcome of our life. Both of you sitting here, you're inspiring to me. You're inspiring because I'm somebody who maybe I didn't do drugs. Maybe I didn't go down that path, but I sure did see it growing up. And I remember, I hate this, I'm going to need tissue in a second. But I remember just saying, God, if you get me out of Kansas, I will not come back. And I will make something of my life. Sometimes he allows you to go through the things that you've gone through so that you can minister to somebody that I can't. Because I haven't experienced that. Mm -hmm. But it's so precious to know that God can use anybody, anybody who's willing to be used by him. So I just want to say thank you all. I'm sorry for getting emotional. But... I just feel the presence of God on both of you and on your lives. And you're so humble and your spirit is just so real. And I can tell you have a heart for these people that you are ministering to. And that's a blessing. I can stay here and we'll start praising God here in a second. Because there's somebody listening who's going through something and they might need your help. So before I get into what you guys are going to be doing later on this summer with us, can you tell our listeners 
how they could reach you if they need help. What would you say to them and how can they reach you? I would say call Pastor Mike at 360-310-0577. I would love to talk to you. It's not over yet. Mm. Um, Everybody on the planet had given up on me, but God didn't. Amen. I knew when I looked in the eyes of my family that they were kind of hopeless over me, and I was stuck, and there was no way out. I read it in Psalms 18, but God made a way when I cried out to him, and he opened the door, and I'd love to help you open the door. Sometimes your family, even though they want to help, Sometimes they can't do anything because it takes that individual making a choice whether they want to get that help. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Yeah. What would you say to a family that's going through something like that and maybe they feel like they can't reach that loved one? How could family members, looking back hindsight, how could they have helped you or how could someone who's listening right now help someone that they know? I, I would say it starts with being honest with each other mm-hmm. and don't enable Because when when my enablers quit, I had to grow up. Mm. Um, I owned companies, but I still had enablers. And when my life was out of control, when the enablers quit, I had to figure out how to walk this life out. It was me and the Lord, and it was the Lord that walked me out. And I I didn't go to a church altar. I didn't go anywhere. I just went to prayer. Prayer is precious for those that are struggling. It changes things. Yes. I know there was people praying for me. Mm. And... And don't give up, family members. Don't give up. There's always hope. Yeah, it's tough love, basically. Tough love, yeah. yeah. How many people do you all work with on a regular basis, or how many can you work with? Right now, I believe there's about 90 in our facility. We have a 17-acre property, and uh, the main building has approximately 100 bedrooms. Yeah. And then uh, we have a, another uh, building for the ladies that's... Uh, an 11-bedroom house. We minister with a whole bunch of ministries that do what we do, and we Mm -hmm. share the load together, and and we try and provide whatever the person needs individually. And if it means uh, getting them to another ministry, we'll we'll help with that. How long is the program getting the help that they need? It's a a one-year program. And then once they've graduated from that program, you all help them find... Actually, a lot of times what happens is people stay on for another year. Uh, sometimes they'll go into a work phase. Okay. Or a lot of times guys will go uh, continue on in ministry as part of paying it forward to help out with uh, doing what we do, the ministry of, of taking care of the brothers coming in the door and that type of thing. So Your question just sparked a memory to me of a, a fellow named Charlie Murphy. Mm. And Charlie Murphy's nickname was Smeagol. He came in, he was a glass blower. One day I'm walking through the sanctuary and the Lord says, give that guy a job. I owned a construction company and I did decorative concrete. And I looked around the church and I said, Lord, the only person in here is Smeagol. And he said, give that guy a job. And I, I said, Smeagol couldn't find his way out of a wet paper bag. And the Lord said, give that guy a job. So I told Charlie, I said, Charlie, you start working for me tomorrow. And so he'd been there. He worked for me until his commitment to his year was up. And then when his commitment to a year was up, he got a job working as a union cement finisher. He stayed another year to repair the wreckage of the past. And then when his two years were in, he moved on with a big fat savings, a good job, and a hope in a future. And I ran into him at the Puyallup Fair years later, and, and there he was pushing a stroller 
with his wife and family. He'd bought a house and still working at the same company that he was working for when he was in our program. That's incredible. How do you continue to keep this program growing? How do you get your donations? When I when I was first put in charge, uh, we would sit around trying to figure out how to get donations and how to raise funds. And I, being that I owned a construction company, I my, my thought was, well, why don't we always just get a job? What the Lord has done is provide ministries or companies that we go and do volunteer work for as part of the healing process. Mm. And so in turn, they it's fundraisers for our church. And so we'll we'll have guys on the field doing security at uh, Seahawks games. We do security at Mariners games. We uh, we run safe rooms at raves so that when people are hurting, we, there's a place to go where they can be ministered to. And all these places uh, we send our teams to. And then the corporations that uh, hire our, our volunteers write our ministry a check. That's the biggest percentage. of. I guess that's how our partnership comes into play with the fish. You all were at last year's Fish Fest, the first time we were at the new venue down in Salem. And boy, were you a blessing to the ministry with us. And it's so great to have people who love the Lord who help with an event like that. How did y'all like that? It was an awesome, wonderful time of fellowship and just fulfilling. Well, we hope you're going to do it again this year. I'll talk to my boss, make sure he gives you a big old donation. <laughs> wow. Well, you all have both been such a blessing. Is there anything that I missed out um, that you would like to share that maybe we didn't talk about? I know you have Sunday services. You have services during the week as well. Uh, is anyone invited to those? Yes, our services are open. We have services at uh, 3149 Jackson Highway in Chehalis, Washington. Uh, Sunday at 1130, uh, Wednesday at 6, and um, and in between. We have two church services a day, actually. As we believe that uh, washing of the Word produces the renewing of the mind, and, and I know that when I came there, I needed my mind renewed, and uh, it, it just the Word, the Word, the Word sinks in so that it's tattooed on our heart, not something that we, we don't want to have an intellectual relationship with God. We want to have a an personal, intimate, personal intimate, relationship yeah. with Lord. And, and once we find that, man, there's so much freedom. Absolutely. Such a blessing to have both of you here. Thank you so much. Wow. Let's give our listeners the telephone number once again. It would be Pastor Mike at 360-310-0577. All right. And until next time, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Life Inspired. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.